0: Hey Adam. Yep. If I could give you one easy way to skyrocket your playing, would you is that something you'd be interested in?
1: Uh no, would
0: that be something you might be interested in? Yeah, I think so. Well that's what we're doing today. Good.
1: Mm, the drums on the table. Yo. I'm Adam Manis <laughs> Yeah, what up? Peter, I'm just trying to catch off guard. Uh, you're listening to the "You'll Hear It" podcast? Question mark. Music advice coming at you. Period. Period. <laughs> uh, this is an open- full stop. Full stop. Um, don't forget about the the GL GLA. Do you know what the GLA? Is? The GLA. <laughs> GLA. I know it. I created it. I it GLA.
0: Gentlemen and ladies' agreement. That's right. Please go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel. Just hey, leave it at that. Listen,
1: we make the stop. To, stop belaboring it. It's free. It's a free podcast. <laughs> go to go to go to YouTube. Like Please. and subscribe. That's, That's all right. It's a gentleman and ladies agreement put in the comments when that agreement has been fulfilled. That's right. Okay. Um, so what are we talking about today? I kind of threw something out there. Skyrocketing flight. Skylark.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, this is something that we th- we've said before, but we're going to frame it in a different way, right? Hit me. We're going to give you one thing. This is kind of part of our- Just one? Should we give them 10 or 7? No, no, no. Today we're just giving them one. Because this is going to work into our MVP framework. Are you okay. familiar with that?
1: Uh, most Valuable Player.
0: That's one of them. This one is player. actually MVP, Minimum Viable Practice. That sounds, what is that? <laughs> so this is, if you could only practice one thing today, and why? W- why, you may ask, dear Peter, would you say such a thing, only yep. practice one thing? Well, because sometimes the wheels fall off of life. Right. Sometimes the wheels fall off of our day. Sometimes things go unexpectedly. Right. Uh, life comes at us. Right. The speech is going off the wheels. Good. <laughs> but the idea is like, is there one thing that we can commit to doing every day? See, normally people be like, okay, it's a new year. I'm going to be, I'm going to practice every day. I'm going to practice technique for 30 minutes. Then I'm going to do 40 minutes of ear training. Then I'm going to do repertoire for 42 minutes. I'm gonna, and that's all great. I mean, we've talked about that. We've given you seven things to do. Um, Audnasium, what do you call it? Odd, odd, Adnauseum. Audnasium. Ad, Audnasium. <laughs> Come to the Audnasium tonight. It's a wonderful, beautiful oddnasium, Uh auditorium. Anyway, Audnosium. <laughs> Brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. That's right. Um, but no, that's all great to have grandiose plans. But what's your MVP? What's your minimum viable practice? What happens when you get up and life is coming at you fast? So can you commit to doing one thing? The one little thing you can do that would be that's the most right.
1: effective, just skyrocket.
0: Yeah, and so if you're only going to do one thing, of course we hope that you do more things on many days. But we, if we want to have just one thing, what is that
1: thing going to be? Is that question directed at me? Well,
0: did we talk about this, or is that my presenting? Are you the presenter, or am yeah, I? The pre- I can't remember. Oh, okay. No, no, no I, that I'm wasn't. I wasn't for, being. Ag- no. I wasn't being aggressive. No, I was being passive aggressive. No. <laughs> my aggressivity was coming in much of a passive way. Poodles are one of the most popular and beloved dog breeds in the world. That's true. That is right. Um, so what this is, if you can only practice one thing a day, learn something by
1: ear. I agree. That's what I would have said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and that could be one chord. It could be. It's going to need to be more than just
1: one note. How are you? How are it you learning? could be two notes though. By ear. Are you going down to your local music? store you're going to an eritorium you're going to an eritorium what are you doing to learn by ear? you are listening to
0: something hopefully something that you've heard before yeah um and you're going to say i'm going to learn what that is i don't know what that is so in other words you can identify something in the musical sphere now you need to translate that to your instrument so if you're a pianist as we are here you would hear something and then instead of going to a printed page you would say i'm just going to pick that out by ear now why is
1: this why should this be our minimal viable Minimum viable practice. Well,
0: because this I think is an area that hits so many parts of our musicianship. And especially when you can, you know, when you can string together multiple days. Like think about during a year. If you if you could commit to say, I'm gonna practice at least five minutes every day for this entire year, or just let's start smaller. Let's start this entire week. I'm gonna practice five minutes minimum every day. Yeah. Start with that. And then some days maybe do more, but this would be like a five minute day and you're using that, you want to be as effective as possible, but you also want to start to string together an activity day after day because you can have that network, that compounding interest kind of effect when you do that. And this kind of thing where we're developing our ears, when we're making connections that are a little bit more... Difficult to gauge on a micro like moment-to-moment level, but we can see after a few days and certainly after a few weeks where we can really start to see some development. This is, I think, the most effective thing where you could really sort of take off in a compound way. What do you say to
1: people who will push back and say, but that's hard and I'm, I don't like hard things. I, like things I would say that to are... them, your mama. <laughs> what? Your mama. Your mama? Okay. Your mama.
0: that's the biggest insult I can think of. Okay. From when I was a child. No, no,
1: seriously. It's a. It's a so this is. It, this no, what was the question? You said if they said what? <laughs> if they said this is hard to do. Um. Yeah. Well, it's. It it's doesn't hard. feel as good as if I just sit down and play autumn leaves again.
0: Well, it shouldn't be that hard. Like that's why I'm saying five minutes. Like you might you, you you got to take something that's doable within five minutes. That's why I say it could just be one chord. Um. It will be hard, but just like you know any kind of sort of work or exercise, not any time, but oftentimes the harder stuff, the more difficult stuff. I mean, the concept is very simple. Learn something by ear. You can describe it in three words, so that's simple. Yes, it's gonna be hard, but you're gonna be able to think about as it becomes easier. We talk about skyrocketing your playing. That's gonna be like, a lagging indicator of doing this hard work. It's going to become easier. And then it's going to become like second nature. When it becomes second nature, that means your ears are developed at a super high level, which is a skill that probably more than anything, technique, repertoire, um, you know, vocabulary, like ear training, having great ears, is probably the most valuable thing to becoming a great jazz player. Well, and what do you say to
1: people who would say, well, how do I know what to... Are you playing to- devil's advocate? I am. What's I- going on? No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm putting myself in the shoes of our dear listeners. Gotcha. What about people who say, well, I don't know what to practice. What do I, what do I learn? Well,
0: this is, this is why this is a great framework, because it can be literally anything. Um, a recommendation would be to something that you've already heard and that you're interested in and that could hit another area like repertoire. So if there's a voicing that you hear Chick Corea play, you've always been like, man, I love that voicing. Figure it out. Figure it out because you're going to get the ear training, you're going to get the voicing, you're going to get the application for it and sort of the theoretical placement of it because you listen to that recording. You love when it happens. When we talk about theory, I don't know if that's the right term, but to say... Like the structural elements to it. Like yeah. it doesn't exist in a vacuum. It happens at a time with a group maybe or, or while he's playing something in the right hand. Whatever it is,
1: you already know it, you love it, now learn it. So, okay, what about someone who says, okay, so I just listen to it and I sit down at the piano and I figure it out Yes. That's all, and that's going to make me a better player? Yes, it will. I, I don't do any other playing. I just do that. Is there anything to do with this? Or is there anything to do to it? not with this. Not with this. This is just one
0: part of your practice. The thing is to go do it again the next day. If it becomes like so easy that you're getting it in 30 seconds, then just pick something that's a little bit more challenging to you. Maybe it's a little bit longer of a phrase. If you need something that's simpler, maybe don't think about doing guitar or piano voices. Maybe go to a single line instrument, go to a Miles Davis phrase that you've always loved. You don't have to do something that you know and love, but that's a great place to start. It's what if, more fun, right? What if someone gets frustrated? It's like cooking. Think about it. I'm I'm gonna do the frustrated you want. This'll keep you from getting frustrated. If you're learning to become I answer a chef my question
1: before I even answer, go ahead.
0: Well, no, no, you're frustrated. This this will keep you from getting frustrated. Um, if you're learning to cook, you can do you can learn to prepare a dish like say you hate eggplant. Well I I'm do gonna do not like eggplant. Okay, so you shouldn't go and learn how to make an eggplant dish. You could do that, but it's not going to be as, you're going to get frustrated because when you're finished, you're like, oh, I don't like this. I got to find somebody else to tell me if it's any good. So start with the dish that you potentially love. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be able to have more fun. It's going to be easier and you're going to be a better gauge of if your level of success because it's something that you
1: already enjoy. Well, what if I still love it? And again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. What yep. if I love it, but I'm frustrated because it doesn't feel as good As just going and playing things I already know, or it's my ears not developed yet, so it's really difficult for me to even hear this stuff, and I'm worried that I'm getting it wrong. Right. You know, there's anxiety that what if I don't get it right? Yeah. And I'm learning it wrong, and then what if I don't? It just it's frustrating. Well, that's
0: but that's for any like that's potentially a pitfall for any type of practice. This actually, I think you'll have the least amount of problems with am am I getting it right? That kind of frustration because you're going to be able to A B it instantly. Like if we talk about like. How do you tell your story? How do you play an effective line that comes from your heart over a 251? That's hard to gauge because what are you comparing it to? You can be like, I don't like the way this sounds. Are you going to record it and listen to it? Are you going to have somebody else listen to it? Are you just going to kind of do it by feel? But this this type of practice that we're discussing, you're listening to something on a recording, so you hear it and then you play it, then you can like you'll be able to hear the difference between what you're doing and whether or not you're matching it, probably a lot quicker than you're gonna be able to actually match it. So it's like, you're still learning stuff even when you're not getting it right. What about, what if I- And getting the benefits.
1: What if I just, what if it's a fairly famous piece of music, solo, or I know there's a YouTube video of some jerk explaining it? Yeah. Wouldn't it be better if I just go get it? Yeah, well it'd be easier. It'd be easier, right? Not better, but easier. Yeah, so you want the easy way or you want the better way? I went the better way.
0: Yeah. So then you're not going to get the benefits of the process. This is not about um, vocabulary development. That will be a byproduct of it. Um, Sometimes. It doesn't, not always. But that's not what the purpose of this. This is about ear training and developing your ears in a way that are very specific to the reverse, kind of reverse engineering of eventually
1: well, really ongoing, how you're going to be able to tell your story as an improviser. Can I, just because I've been playing, I've been really having a good yeah. time yeah. playing the the role of, of the, Satan. Dear, Satan. the dear listener? You can, say it. can I be the dear listener in like six months from now? Yeah. This really worked. I now have you're the welcome. skills <laughs> to be able to learn songs just from the recordings. I don't need to go out and find. Right the sheet music or anything like that, I can listen to something and I was just in the grocery store the other day and there was a song playing and I was like, oh, I really like that chord and I just figured it out because I do this every day. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: that's really the point of it. And Thank you, Peter Martin. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's the. I mean, it's it's funny because it's kind of like the result, yeah. But it's a moving target too, so it, it I don't want people to be like, "Oh, it's six
1: months." I can like, there's always going to be. It's going to get better. That you will see. You'll get more detailed with it. Yeah. It just keeps getting like it, like it's like it's a, a picture that's out of focus, yeah. And then it just it's really really fuzzy at first, and you're like, I don't know if this is. It kind of sounds the same. I know the top notes right, or I know. What? I got this this section right but this middle section I don't know it's kind of fast but then it just the more you do it the more the it comes into sharper and sharper focus to where you can literally you don't even have to be at your instrument sometimes if you're doing this every day especially yeah. and you're just like oh I can hear that. I know what that is. Yeah. I know what that m- melodic content is. That's that thing because I've already figured it out yeah. from before. And it that's sticks, that pattern recognition. It sticks in a way. The pattern recognition sticks in a way that just doesn't stick when you do it visually, when you read the music off right, of the right. sheet.
0: Yeah, and that's developing other skills, but I think that's exactly it. And the reason we're coupling this with the everyday practice is because this is one of those areas. It's not the only area, but it's kind of the main one. If you only we're going to talk about one that I would recommend that would have the benefits of that compound effect every day. So try to really string this together. I mean, there's certain activities that we do that don't need to be done every day. In fact, they can even be counter, you know, they can kind of, well, there's probably nothing that's counter, but you can kind of stagnate if you do them every day, like certain things that you would, and I'm thinking about like, well, we don't even need to get into it. It's just, this is one of those ones that really will benefit you in an outsized way. In other words, if you practice this every day for seven days in a row, as opposed to doing this three out of seven days or three and a half out of seven, you're going to get more than double the amount of benefits from this. That's why I say in terms of compounding. Well, other things, it's like if you practice half as much, you're going to get half as much of the benefits. So it's one of those fun little efficient things that compounds. Eventually just this, really the end results of becoming a really effective improviser. That's what we're talking about. What
1: would you say to a listener last thing? What yes. would you say to a listener who's like, "Wow, this was a really great episode. I really love this free podcast that you guys made." I guess I'm just going to I would say thank you. I'm going to close my computer. Yeah. Uh on this video and I'm just going to go get some lunch and not do anything else. What would you say to them? Well, I would there, say
0: thank you because obviously you're closing your computer. You've already adhered to the gentleman and <laughs> ladies agreement. So, thank you very much. Oh. Uh, what In advance. The, what if this listener is like, oh, what? I've not heard of this. What's the gentleman and ladies' agreement? Well, get your computer back open because you're going to YouTube. You're about to subscribe. You're about to like this video. Go search for us. You'll hear it. A lot of folks still didn't know. We found that out on our live last week. We go live all the time here, by the way. Did you know that? We uh, but we were live last week, and a lot of folks were like, wow, I didn't know that there was a you'll hear it bespoke you'll hear it I'm YouTube channel. I'm laughing because we,
1: we've gone live like once in the last six months. So. Well, but it was in
0: some important ones. So we went. All the time. Um But yeah, so please search us out and then just uh, that just helps spread the love. So that's part of the gentleman's agreement. We give you the podcast. You give us the love. Till next time. You'll hear it.